Okay, um, now, since this is our birthday month, um, and by that, what I mean is that the church has been going 21 years so far, and uh, Lynn and I have been leading the church for the past five years. So um, we thought it would be fun to just briefly share some quick updates uh, with you. Um, In a minute, we're going to talk a little bit about um, a storehouse. Uh, Next week, we're going to be talking about some of the other compassion ministries like Make Lunch, Tasty Teas, uh, and the Link Lunch, and other stuff that's happening. Um, But let me just start by showing you some statistics um, from actually four years ago rather than uh, five years ago. If you can, yes, you can see that just about on the screen. Um, People often ask me, you know, has the church grown during the period? we haven't got data for 2013 um, because it was on a bit of paper. Um, we kind of electronicized it um, uh, from 2014 onwards. So we haven't got 2013, but this is over the last four years. And this gives you the average number of people uh, in the services on a Sunday um, each week during that period uh, compared to 2018. Um, just to kind of set this in context, by and large, churches will lose between 5 and 10% of people each year through people moving away or deciding they don't like the pastor's pink shirt or whatever it happens to be, um, or theology or whatever. So there's always a little bit of a drop-off each year. So any, any growth in numbers has to be kind of looked at uh, within that context. We thought that would, might be uh, of interest to you. Okay, um, more interesting is um, Storehouse, our compassion, our main um, brand name for compassion ministry. James Tweets leads that. James, come and uh, join me if you would. Give him a tiny round of applause. So, James, tell us a little bit about what's happened um, over that period of time. He's staying on the stage, that scares me. Um, I I just want to, um, I've, I've got, he's given me, he's gone. Praise the Lord. Um, uh, He's given me five minutes. I'm going to talk as quickly as I can in my northern accent. You may not get it, so please try and stay with me. Um, I'll just share some things with you. Um, It was John Wimber, founder of the Vineyard Church, who said, if you can't put the word compassion over the front door of your church, don't open a vineyard. Uh, And I just wanted to say a, a real big thank you to you guys, because whether you think of it like this or not, you partner in relationship to Storehouse and, you know, on average a year we spend £100,000 on Compassion, which is just absolutely amazing. Um, And I'd just love to go through um, some figures with you guys just so you can there's a practical sense to, to what we do. So I know that you can see them on the screen there. So in 2014, when we started collecting data, there was 850 individual visits. And as you cast your eyes down uh, the rest of those figures there, to date, if I jump to 2018, you can see that we now have 2,128 individual visits to Storehouse, which is fantastic on one hand, but then really, really quite sad on, uh, you know, on the other hand because... Um, the lack of food and furniture and all those other things that, that, that we do um, is, is we need to fill that gap. We need to fill that need. Thanks, Yassi. Next slide, please. So in 2017, we gave away 562 tons of food. That means that we've provided, when you break it down, <laughs> thank you, 3,624 individual meals. And so far already this year, we've done 1,255 tons of food, providing 6,335 individual meals. Not to, um, you know, not to leave out the things that we do, the furniture that we deliver free of charge, the household goods, the children's clothing and uh, school clothing as well, and all the other equipment uh, 
that, that, that goes along with that. Um, and it's just absolutely amazing that with an army of, of volunteers that we've got, we've got about 40 at the moment, we, just, we can just do that. And you don't realize what we do day to day. So these are the partners. These are the people that we partner with now to collect all that food. You say, where's it come from? So it's Tesco, Morrison's, Waitrose, Aldi, Lidl, M&S, Broadfields. They've named us Charity of the Year for them for this year. M&S in town and Nando's Frozen Chicken. And we've just started collecting um, furniture from Lucas Furniture, which is just great. So we have a steady stream of furniture that comes in, along with all the other people that donate generously to us as well. Uh, and harvest is, a, is an amazing time for us. Um, so we collect about f- uh, six months' worth of food in four weeks, which basically means that then we can't do deliveries on other things. So if you wanted anything delivered, we're now looking at um, November before we can get anything out to you. As I always say to the guys, we're not John Lewis, although we try to be. <clears throat> Thanks, Yassi. Any more? For any more? I think that's it. Uh, there's just a couple of things. There is one more, is there? Ah, yes, the advice hub. Yeah, sorry, thank you. Um, um, so it's no good in my heart giving somebody a bag of food saying, see you next week. That means we keep people, to my mind, stuck in that poverty trap, and we want to take them out of that. So we've invented the advice, the advice hub, and you'll see a photograph in a minute of, uh, of that. And we started with one partner agency, uh, which was the Vale of Ellsby Housing Trust, and they get their laptops out, and they, uh, and they get their printers out, and people can look for jobs. And then all of a sudden, everybody started to wanting to join this, so we set up a steering group. And now the cafe through there on a Tuesday morning isn't big enough. We have 11 partner agencies that come in f- to look after the homeless, housing, benefits, debt, um, health, you name it. It's absolutely fantastic, so thank you to those guys too. <coughs> Um, there's just one, uh, there's one text that I wanted to read. So I came down yesterday. I don't usually, I don't usually do Storehouse Saturday. I have some really good team leaders, um, uh, Darren and Becca Rio and uh, Elaine and Kudzai Piri. They run Storehouse for me on a Saturday. But I came down because we were short of volunteers yesterday. Um, and, and we have a, a joint WhatsApp group. Um, and I, I was just wanted to reflect um, to those guys on this group. Um, it really hit home why we do it. Sometimes it can be the norm. And I just thought it was really apt that having had this conversation with this lady yesterday, that AI texted them um, and, and said what happened. And I thought I'd share that with you this morning. So I'll try and do it without crying. Dear team, I attended Saturday Storehouse today, as I presumed you were going to be short on numbers. Firstly, to those that could make it, you did a great job. Thank you. (coughs) Whilst there, I spoke to one of our regular attendees who had again suffered from repeated domestic violence. In the last, she hadn't been in the last three weeks due to being kicked in the face by her ex-partner, who managed to track her down to Ellsbury and assaulted her in our own town centre while she was out walking with a two-year-old. To make matters worse, her child benefit wasn't paid either that week or the following week or next week due to a technical error with DWP. They told her that she hadn't got a child and that she was making false claims. This clearly isn't true and they've since apologised. But it will now take two weeks for her benefits to be paid. So, with literally 50 pence in her purse and walking in the pouring rain from Bedgrove where she lives, she told me how grateful she is for supporting her. She's a very switched-on lady, and in six months' time, 
she hopes to get a job again, something council-orientated, as she used to do when she used to live further down south before she escaped domestic violence. But she can't do that until her son is a little bit older. It hit me like a ton of bricks, and it just shows me that we all are really Jesus' hands and feet. So thank you so much for continuing to volunteer. I love you all so much for committing to Storehouse in a practical and prayerful way. And it just really hit me yesterday. And, you know, another figure that I would, I think is so important, that I missed out earlier on, but I'll give it to you now. You know, we give, our, we give away all that food, but the statistic is that one out of every six school children will go home each day of the week and not eat that night. And that is why we do what we do. So thank you so much. If anybody wants to volunteer, um, we have a new thing coming up. Um, We would like to start delivering and collecting on a Saturday. Um, So if anybody wants to volunteer to go out on the van, that would be fantastic. Uh, And if that's touched your heart today, um, then we do all sorts of different volunteering between Mondays and Thursdays. So please do get in touch. Thank you so much. Five years ago, um, we had one um, part-time, mostly full-time, but but technically part-time employee in storehouse. We now have five. Um, Something like 25%, actually more than 25% of the money that you guys give month to month goes on Compassion Ministries. It's it's more than that. Um, And um, so that's a useful statistic if you ever want to to tell anyone. And uh, we would never never do anything uh, about uh, we would never in any way diminish that, change that, reduce that. We want to do more and more and more. But as, as James rightly says, we're wanting to try to help people's whole lives, not just give them stuff, although we'll give them stuff as well. Okay, um, some more statistics I just want to share with you. Another graph, and this time it's to do with uh, children numbers. Same kind of statistical presentation as the previous one. Um, and that just gives you an idea of the average number of children that we have on a Sunday um, during the course uh, of the year. Um, As with the previous graph, I'm not sure what happened in June. Some of you were obviously backsliding in June of this year. Um, But it gives you sort of an an interesting picture. And you can see a very significant um, increase uh, in the numbers uh, during that period. So I'd like to just, uh, with that in mind, introduce to you um, someone who's absolutely wonderful, our head of children's ministry, if you don't know her. um, Please welcome Liz Machel. Thanks, Steve. I'm here with an invitation to you all this morning because, uh, can we have those figures up again? If we have an increase in here, we had to go to two services to accommodate people. Um, And if 10 extra people come, we had to put a few more chairs out. We have to make a bit more coffee. Um, If three extra under twos come, I need one extra person in every service. Um, if we have eight extra children in our big group, we need an extra pe- person on team. So as the numbers of children grow, as we can see that they have done, we need a lot of extra people helping us. I stood up here a few months ago and said the harvest is plentiful and the workers are few. Well, the harvest is even more plentiful. The last two weeks have been phenomenal, particularly in the second service. We've had kind of our highest numbers. Um, But our workers are even fewer because a couple of our key people have had to step down. So if you have ever considered that you would like to be involved in the children's ministry, now is the time because we 
we could really do with you right at the moment. So we have our three age groups. We've got our um, one to threes-ish, our babies. Um, and then we've got our preschoolers and first year at reception. And then we've got our six to tens. And then they move on into youth when they hit year 11. So we've got lots of different places to serve. And we, we're just looking for people who like to be around children. You don't necessarily, we don't just need parents, though all the parents are invited to join the team. We are looking for young people, our 20s and 30s, single people, married people, um, people who are older, grandparents, or older people who are not grandparents. We would like the children to have that whole spectrum of people meeting them and discipling them. Because I can run a group for 34, which I think we had the other week, with a few helpers, but it feels a lot like school when it's like that. If we're short on team, it feels like school, because I have to stand at the front and say, I need you to sit down, I need you to be quiet, because it's not safe for us to do the things that we want to do. What we want to do is have enough adult in the room to build relationships to work with little groups of people to make the kids actually really enjoy the morning um, and I think at the moment they are enjoying the morning because they keep coming back it's wonderful that so many of you have joined us recently people are bringing their friends but my team are amazing and have stepped in to fill a lot of gaps in the last two months um, and I'd love it if they didn't have to um, and that we could get everybody back on once a month and kind of having a more sustainable rotor. So if, you, if that excites you, if you want to see young people grow, because we see that actually most pe- a huge proportion of people come to faith in their early years. And we know that that's a lot about family, and in the next few months we would love to be looking more about how we support whole families. But a, a part of that is our Sunday ministries, and we want to make it the best possible and disciple young people in the best possible way that we can. So I'm not often here at the moment because I'm down there filling gaps, but if, you were, if that's at all interested you... Come down at the end of a Sunday morning and chat to me there or speak to, some, speak to Steve, speak to Lynn and just say, how do I get involved? Because we would love to have more people involved. Thank you. Thank you, Liz. Now, heading back to fill a gap in the children's rotor. 